Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I I got to say this again. In case you missed the show from earlier today, I feel like grade A dog shit. Um, but due to the fact even though I feel, and I'm sure you can hear my sinuses, um, like dog shit, we still got things we got to do. We still think have things we got to talk about. Brandon Harris. Brandon Harris. Former LSU quarterback Brandon Harris trolling on Twitter. He's not the only one. Because Ole Miss fans, uh, for whatever reason, think now that they have surpassed LSU. Of course they do. Um not their fault. Half of them are inbred. But nevertheless, we got to talk about the Ole Miss Rebels. I've actually been pretty complimentary uh, of the Rebels. But today, we got to put them back in their place. Sometimes little brother um, feels like he can challenge big brother. And a lot of times, it doesn't work. We'll talk about the Ole Miss Rebels <clears throat> here tonight as well. Also, Joe Sloan, Cortez Hankton promoted. A fi- well, not officially yet. But looking like, before, it's not official until LSU technically makes it official, even though it's pretty official. Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton are going to be your co-OCs. We'll talk about that a little bit more. In case you missed it, we did talk about it. Earlier today, we did a live show right around lunchtime. You can go check that out for the instant reaction to that after tonight's show because it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. We'll go around your SEC as well. Um, Things we got to talk about in the SEC. Specifically, again, probably Bama. Um, 
but some others too. Some others too. That will that will touch on for sure. Pack out the PMAC. Look, Thursday uh is a massive game for LSU women's basketball, mainly due to the fact of who they are playing. Uh we will talk on that a little bit too. I think that the game will be at seven, so we'll probably do a post game on that one. But number one, South Carolina coming into town to face Kim Mulkey. Dawn Staley and her and her girls are coming into town to face on to face against or go against Kim Mulkey and her squad. So we'll touch on that. Place needs to be rocking. I think it will be though. I one hundred expect it. One hundred percent expect it to be uh, rocking. So. If you're there, if you're planning on going, great. If not, try to get your way to the PMAC. But the big thing is, excuse me for just a moment. Sorry. Um, don't Didn't really have a choice on that one. But uh, did y'all see the tickets, the ticket prices for those games? Like $700. In some places, $1,000 courtside, $1,200 courtside. That's big for women's basketball, man. That's big anywhere. Pause. But it, it, it's a big deal. So we'll talk on that as well. And as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake, thoughts, questions, concerns. We'll try to get to them at the end of the show. I cannot promise an, an entire hour uh, here tonight, but we'll try, to, we'll try to get through it as best we can. You're just going to have to deal with a little bit of me being a little congested. Uh, and feeling a little bit like dog shit. Uh, Johnny Bailey says, Blake, need to lay out that Colombian bang bang. He said, just kidding. You know, you're probably right. But I, I couldn't do it even if I wanted to uh, as well. Casey Thibodeau says, I was down with the sickness last weekend. It sucks. Come on, get down with the sickness. Great pull. Great song pull. I, I like that. Dane Bergeron says, let's go, Blake. Football and duck season are over. Dark days until LSU baseball starts. Well, not completely, Dane. Not completely. Mainly due to the fact, uh, I mean, look, you still got some basketball that's in there. You got two teams that are above 500 in SEC play. So, look, man, it's a big deal. I, I mean, baseball, less than a month away. I, I, I feel you on that one. Looking forward to it. Opening day right around the corner. We talk a lot of baseball on this show. A lot of baseball on this show. Um, So, yeah, we'll talk on it uh, when it gets here. But it is going to be a fun season, I feel. Uh, Chili says, Blake, is BK leaving? And I'm sick, too. I can't lie. I don't think he's leaving, personally. I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Even if he wanted to go back to the Midwest... I'm just not so sure that Michigan would be the place for him. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I, I am wrong on all of this. Uh, but they're about to get hit with sanctions, man. Like, why would you go there? Why would you build this team? Why would you build this staff? It just doesn't make a lot of sense. What If you watch the, our David Cohn interview, who is a former Michigan quarterback, what I think about it is mainly is – I think they're going to give him a raise, and I think it's a way for them to show that they're going to give him a raise. Well, Michigan was coming after him. Uh, so, yeah. 
Fat Boy Slim says, in my Carter voice, let's go, Blake. Tomball, Texas, uh, in the house. It is Carter Bryant's birthday, by the way. If y'all haven't done so, y'all need to go over to any social media. Uh, wish your boy Carter a happy birthday. I know he would like it. He probably actually probably wouldn't because that's who Carter is. Uh, but, yeah. All right. Let's get rolling. Again, sorry that I feel like shit or sound, and sound like it for sure. Um, but we got a lot to talk about. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, stop what you're doing right now. Do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all of your social media pages. If you're watching us, listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. We greatly appreciate you doing that. Where are you listening from tonight? You in the 225-337-985-504-318? Or if you're not even in the state of Louisiana, where are you watching from uh, here tonight? We uh, we I like when seeing where a lot of people uh, play or play or watching from. Um. Let me get to this one right quick. William Hanno says, bro, no dual OCs, please. Well, it's over. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I don't know why. I don't think, you know, I don't know why people are freaking out over it. I mean, you really do, literally just saw it in a ball game. Okay. Let's get rolling. So about our good friends over at betonline.ag, our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Tons and tons to discuss. We do that next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. We're back. Uh, Ryan Gidry says, who will be the Hanville football coach? I don't know. I, dude, I'm so far out of the high school loop these days. Um, from a coaching perspective, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I legitimately don't know. Now, Hanville could be a place where you can go and win, but I, 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 I just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, Mac Daddy Donk says, Blake, I know you're way better informed about this, but how long is it going to work with two OCs? All right, so let's start there. I'll get to the Rafino's rants in just a moment. 
because we're fielding these questions at pretty much an alarming rate. So we talked about this earlier in the day. So look, we did a we did a show earlier today, a live show, pretty much as the news was coming out that Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton will be named your n- next co-OCs. Um, the biggest question, and I mean, it's it's literally just in droves, like whether it's on Facebook or Twitter, maybe not so much on Twitter, Instagram. I, I, I've seen the Tiger fans have the biggest question. Blake, what do you think about dual OC roles or dual, dual co-OCs? Guys, it doesn't bother me at all considering the situation that surrounds LSU offensively. Let me give an example. Again, we've seen the last three national title winners. Technically, you could say four of the last five. I didn't want to use the 2019 role because I think that's just a different beast with LSU. But four of the last five national title winners, at least on one side of the ball, had co-OC roles. Doesn't mean that one guy is not calling the plays. Majority of the time, it is one guy calling the plays. Joe Sloan is going to be your play caller. I do think Cortez Hankton is going to have a lot of say in the passing game stuff because he's not calling plays. And I I mentioned this earlier in the day, but I I think that we're going to have to talk about this at greater length. I, I, I do think that LSU fans, to some extent, a little extent, Forget who their head coach is, mainly due to the fact, look, let's call it what it is. He said it himself, so I'm not trying to ridicule or put down on BK because I'm still pretty high on him being our head coach. Actually, really high on Brian Kelly being here. I just think because of the letdown season, number one offense in the country, Heisman Trophy winner, your defense being that bad, and you going nine and three, it feels like a disappointment. In the midst of all of that, what has been missed or what has been forgotten is who Brian Kelly is. Like we forget his tenure at Notre Dame, Central Michigan, wherever he's been, we Cincinnati. We forget about that, guys. You come to LSU to call Brian Kelly's offense. That's exactly what Mike Denbrock did. Now. BK is not going to be micromanaging. He's going to tell you what he sees, how to accomplish getting the ball down the field offensively and how to stop it defensively. I don't think you need to worry about LSU offensively. I am not. Like, guys, they're going to have to go back out there in 24 when you have the number one, the number one offense. And I get that Jane Daniels was a massive part in that. He is. You can't take that away. But I've seen the co-OC dual role happen with Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton literally work against a top 30 defense in Wisconsin who, by the way, did not have a lot of opt-outs. And before you say, well, Blake, it's a Big Ten defense. Did you just see what Michigan did? It's like... It, the, the, the script has flipped the conferences where the SEC is more offensively known, besides Georgia, or wants to be more offensively known. There is one thing that bothers me, that not bothers me, 
let me uh, let me just say this: there is one thing to be cognizant of. I can't say the word. I, I feel like shit. There's one thing to keep in the back of your mind. Noses stopped up. Pause. In 2019 at Louisiana Tech, we've talked about this. 2019 at Louisiana Tech, Joe Sloan was not demoted, but was not the co-OC that year. He had it in 2018, did not have it in 2019, was the OC in 2020. Their offense got better when he stepped down from any kind of play calling, but that was complete a completely different scenario. I'm not taking anything away from Sloan. Sloan had massive amounts of input in everything that happened offensively. Just because he didn't have the role and title didn't really mean anything because he still had a lot of, of say-so and play in that. Guys, I, look what he's done. I, I mean, th- there comes a part where you look at a Joe Sloan and say to yourself, look, dude, since he's not, since he's been in the Power Five and has had the athletes that LSU can get, and he's not at a G five level where there's all or P or, or whatever level you want to say that he was at. And look at the G five. Besides, like Tulane, okay, in the last couple of years, which I think is about to change. Historically, with G five programs. You have one big year, little drop-off, one big year, little drop-off. We've seen it with, like, UCF. We've seen it with, like, Boise State. Because the attrition, and even more now with the portal being the way that it is, more attrition happens with those schools. Since Joe Sloan has been here, he has done nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing, that would lead you to believe that you should not be fired up for the promotion that he just got. Again, to some extent, to some extent, not all of it, okay, because he was not a co-OC with Denbrock. Denbrock called all the plays. It's not the same scenario. But you wouldn't mind Joe Brady. I, I mean, being your OC, a lot of you even talk about it, even though we all know, don't be a casual we all know Brady ain't coming back here and more than likely not coming back to college. Guys, he just had a Heisman Trophy winner. I, stuff that Jane Daniels was doing, you can't. Joe Sloan can't teach. And when Jane Daniels took his last snap at LSU against Texas A&M, the video clip surfaced of him and Joe Sloan uh, hugging one another. And Joe Sloan being in tears because that man knows everything that Jane Daniels went through. Even a lot of your slander. Don't think that I forgot about that, by the way. A lot of your slander with him in 22 when I tried to come out here and tell you, guys, you got to relax. This is actually what happened. A lot of, no, Jane took a next step forward. I'm not even going to say that he didn't because he did. You can't lead the SEC in drops and blame that kind of shit on Jaden. Let me go back to Sloan. The dude just had a Heisman Trophy winner and just got the number one player in the country, the number one player in the country in 2025 that just so happens to be a quarterback. Oh, by the way, if you had not seen Bryce Underwood play, well, we saw what he just did with Jaden Daniels. Rut-row. Rut-row. Now, this is what's going to happen. Because I already can feel this in the chat. Like, I can already feel 
You saying this in the chat? Blake's being a homer. Yippee. I, I, I already feel you saying it in the comments. No. I, I saw the Wisconsin game and broke the film down and said, bro, let me, let me go. I'll give you a play. I'll give you a play that I fell in love with from Joe Sloan against Wisconsin. When Wisconsin punted with six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, LSU, the ball gets down inside the five. So Garrett Nussmeyer's got to go 95-plus yards to score for LSU to win. You remember it. Why am I telling you? But it's story time here at AYS. AYS story time for a minute. The first play that LSU ran was a seam route on the boundary to Kyron Lacey that went for 30-plus. Joe Sloan called that because he knew and had studied and knew knew his opponent so well that they would be in cover two. And Garrett Nussmeyer hits Kyron Lacey in between the safety and corner, and that starts the whole drive off. Then, even the whole drive, then the very next play gets the seam route to Chris Hilton, okay, because he knows that now they're going to bracket Kyron Lacey and they're going to be man versus man on Chris Hilton. And he calls the fade route to Chris Hilton. It's not his fault that Matt House gave up 31 points. It's not. Guys, giving up 31 points in a game to an offense like Wisconsin, quite honestly, is dookie. It's ass. It is below ass. It is the whole crack. It is the, that's how Madhouse was. Their offense was ass, okay? Wisconsin had a white dude walk on, running back, who shook Harold Perkins in the middle of the field. What are we talking about? Joe Sloan was a part of being the architect that got you to the 10 wins. Oh, and by the way, I almost forgot... Cortez Hankton had a big role in playing what they did in the passing game. So I I, I constantly see these questions. It's it's crazy to me because here's what I think about this for just a moment. Now, here comes oh Blake, Blake Big Waterhead having ass. He's being petty. Okay. Stay with me for just a moment. I also saw what Corey Raymond has done the last five years, and a lot of you didn't blink a damn eye. You didn't say a damn word. Well, Blake, he did it at LSU. The man, Sloan, just had the Heisman Trophy winner. His counterpart, okay, the guy that's going to be next to him the whole time, who, by the way, will be on the field directing traffic, Cortez Hankton, Literally took a three-star talented kid, which happens at LSU a lot, in Malik Neighbors, and he should have won the Belitnikov. It's not 
Cortez Hankton's fault or it's not Malik Neighbors' fault. Hell, it's not Marvin Harrison Jr.'s fault that the stupid voters of the Belitnikoff went with Marvin Harrison Jr. over Malik. What are we discussing here? You've seen three things from these two guys. Number one, they develop. How the hell can you not see that? Number two, they recruit at a high level. Huh. Well, how do we know, Mr. Blank? Good googly moogly. Guys, I'm old enough to remember when an SEC starting quarterback is backing up, backing up Garrett Nussmeyer and A.J. Swan. A.J. Swan was ass at Vanderbilt. Well, then you and your Rudy Poo-having ass needs to go and watch that Vandy game versus Georgia. No, you know why Vandy sucks? Here's here's a news flash to everybody and why A.J. Swan was licking his chops to get out of there. Let me tell you why Vandy sucks. Because they suck. Oh, well, their quarterback could have, you know. I've just seen this too much today. Too much. Probably shouldn't have gone on the rant that I did, but here we are. What LSU is doing offensively, guys, I just got to be real with you. Not a worry to me. We're there. Not a worry whatsoever. It's just not. You could say, well, the people saying this stuff about, well, Blake, do you think the co-OC stuff will work? Guys, you come here to run Brian. We've, we've talked about this. You come here to run Brian Kelly's offense. Hankton is not going to have play-calling duties. He's going to have input. He's not going to have play-calling duties. And you know who has a lot of their hands inside the offense? Brian Kelly. Oh, how they have forgotten who your head coach is. Like, you, you, guys, I, I, I really, by some of your questions, literally start asking myself, do they just forget who Brian Kelly is? They had a bad season. 20, 2023 is going to go down as the biggest what if ever. I, I, I'm with you. I share your grief and not being able to, at minimum, make the playoff. I'm with you there because I think – with a competent defense, you win the entire SEC and you're in that thing. You're kicking the door down. But I, I, I just, I think people forget that, or, or, or this is what I think has happened. Brian Kelly gets no credit for what he's doing and building offensively. He gets all of the blame, every single ounce of the blame, which to some extent he should, in reference to what they're doing on defense. I, 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 you know, he's got to fix it. I, I get it. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand your concerns. But, again, good googly moogly. Like, if if this were not a, G, a PG-rated show, I'd probably be cursing by now. You know, if this were a post-game, I'd probably be cursing by now. I would have said 25,000 different... 
and you wouldn't have been able to stop me. Co-coordinators work. Again, four of the last five national champions on one side of the ball have co-OC roles or co-DC roles. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. Penn Jones with a $4.99 Super Chat says, Blake, too many of our fans biatch to biatch uh, because they you uh, because use they casual, uh, maybe means they are casual. Feels that way. Y'all on me because I said LSU's. I mean AYS is a PG show. It's a PG show. I don't be cussing. I don't be saying anything bad. Which probably it should go to rated R after this next segment that we're about to get into because I got to be real with you. When I when I see people ask the question about the co-OC thing, it, it makes me it makes me remember what has been viral this week on social media between LSU and Ole Miss fans. I, I don't know if who the guy is or what the media outlets are, but Below grade Waffle House Waffle House steak eating ass media people from Ole Miss, okay, are are basically saying the di- like Ole Miss has taken over the spot for LSU. Like, did y'all see this? Did am I crazy? Like, I I literally saw Ole Miss fans the last twenty four to forty eight hours. Talking about how now because of the portal class that they got and they have 11-win season, that Ole Miss has taken over LSU. So let's talk about that. And by the way, they put the video clip of Jaden Daniels fumbling against Ole Miss this year. It's crazy. Hey, quick question. In the last 20 football uh, seasons that we have, who's number two in national titles? Now, I know what Ole Miss fans are going to say. How many times you all going to scream about national titles? There's 17 other years that you didn't win. Y'all didn't win any of them. <laughs> Lane, Lane has done a really good job at Ole Miss. On our national college football show, the Rafino and Joe show, we've talked about them a lot. And one thing that I, I think that People are going to disagree with me on, and I think it's okay. Ole Miss is extremely talented this year because of the additions that they had and added in the portal, specifically and mostly defensively. Guys, I will be real with you. I don't think that you're ready to have the conversation, hey, man, now in Death Valley, Ole Miss, we got a dogfight. I'm not going to even take that away from Ole Miss fans this year. But to to be the man, or to, yeah, pretty much, as Ric Flair would say, two claps of a Ric Flair, woo! To be the man, you got to beat the man. We beat you last year. Yeah, but historically over these last 10 years, this last decade, I'm old enough to remember when Zach Mettenberger was taking a knee inside the 10 against you. And how's it going to feel 
when next year Lane Kiffin, after Billy Napier gets fired, brings his happy ass to Florida. Because here's a newsflash. He did want to go to Auburn. He wanted to go to Auburn. You paid him. You got him. But there are other schools that have more money than you. Everybody knows what you did. You went out and you spent X amount of money to land transfers. Good on you. You need to because your high school high school recruiting, just go look at the rankings. Quite honestly, you're ass. You are ass. You know why teams like LSU, Alabama, under Nick Saban, Georgia are very picky in the portal? Because they're constantly rolling in top top 10 classes, top five classes. LSU went and did this just literally 45 minutes ago. Under Brian Kelly from a high school and portal class has ranked, uh, had a ranking of four and a half. Or excuse me, five and a half. Yeah, there's notes. Five and a half. So they're in close to the top five. Ole Miss fans, God bless your souls, okay? God bless you. You got a really good team coming up this year. Don't count your chickens before they hatch, as my as my Meemaw would say right here. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Now, it's probably my job to do that, so why am I telling somebody not to do it? Ole Miss is going to be a really good football team. I think LSU is going to be better. Coached. Specifically defensively. I I, I will put $100 on the table right now. Hell, make it $500. I will put $500 on the table right now. You're not scoring above 45, not even remotely close. You're not getting to over 45 in Death Valley next year. It's not going to happen. Ole Miss, Bama, come to Death Valley. Just want you to remember something. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And you're not the man. Oh, we got a group. We had an 11-win season. We had a big chance for a quarter class. I'm with you. I think you're going to be a really good team. I think you're going to make the playoff, believe it or not. Better stop being petty because you could sing uh, uh, hell yeah, damn right, hotty dotty, gosh almighty, who the hell are we? I mean, your own saying, like ours, go Tigers. Your own saying, who the hell are we? How do you not know who you are? Do you have a mental problem? Are you second-guessing who you are? What's your pronouns? All right, I might have stepped in and on that one. I, I might have stepped in and on that one. I don't get political on this show. God help us. God help us. I I don't want PETA after me. Y'all see PETA today, by the way? Ugga, one of the Ugga dogs for Georgia died, and PETA was like, well, they can't breed. Those kind of dogs can't breed. Shame on Georgia. How many fucking bulldogs are there in the <laughs> in the world? They can't breathe. Well, I kind of I kind of know what they feel like right now as I'm congested. But that dog 
has better care than some of us. Guys, they spend like $100,000 a year on that goddamn dog. Like, what are we talking about? You don't want to know what they spent on Mike the Tiger. I mean, they got elk and deer and antelope probably in that hoe frozen up at LSU. Dude got antelope. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Too far. Okay, my bad. My bad. Got a little Rafino's rants coming, too. We'll get to some more of your questions. We'll go around your SEC. We'll talk a little bit more with Sloan and Hankton, too. The philosophy that I think that they're going to use, where, where things are going to change, clearly because of one main thing, but where I think some philosophy things change. Let's get to a quick break. Let me go blow my nose, probably take some medication or something. We got a lot more LSU stuff we got to discuss. Pack the PMAC, too. We'll get to that next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS. Since you own by. Rafino and Joe Show is brought to you by Homefield Apparel, which is the best, without a doubt, premium collegiate apparel brand that is out there. They have over 150 different colleges that you can choose from, whether you're an Illinois fan or a Rutgers fan. Maybe you're an LSU fan like Blake, or maybe you're an Alabama fan. Whatever it is, even Idaho, they have so many different designs for so many different football programs that I can guarantee you're going to find some great stuff to help root for your favorite team. I've already gotten my Notre Dame stuff. Blake has his LSU stuff. Make sure you head on over to homefieldapparel.com to check out your team's collection of clothing apparel that they have on the website. And when you do so, when you check out, make sure you use promo code Rafino Joe to get 15% off your order. That is R-U-F-F-I-N-O Rafino Joe. Head on over to homefieldapparel.com and get your college gear today. Quick note. I got to bring up something. 
week ago yesterday, Mel Kuyper had Jaden Daniels outside of his top five. Had him in like at six or seven. I think to Atlanta or, or somewhere, New York, somewhere like that. And your boy told you, hey, Jane Daniels is going to be in the top two. He's going to pass up Drake May. And for projections. And I and when that happened, okay. Uh-oh. When that happened, I took some ridicule inside our comments and in the chat or in the chat and saying, oh, Blake's just saying that Jane Daniels ain't going to be above Drake May. Did you see Drake May out there in North Carolina, Tobacco Row? Tobacco Row, that's where Drake May was. I said, yeah, I, I think they're going to start projecting him at number two. I had a buddy of mine who's in the front office of a place that has a top five pick. And I said, I actually called them the Redskins, but they're not the Redskins anymore. That's not their name. And uh, I said, hey, I think that Jane Daniels is going to be projected at number two this time next week. Took ridicule on it. Huh. Where was he projected today? Oh. Jane Daniel might be going to Washington. Um. Don't know how they feel about that, but don't know how I feel about that. But I think Jane Daniels is going to succeed wherever he goes. Okay, really quickly, before we get to the philosophy of Joe Sloan and pack the PMAC, um, do y'all remember a quarterback at LSU that wore number six? No, 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 no. Not Rohan Davey. Uh, Brandon Harris. Uh, Brandon Harris is like quality control. He's in the recruiting department at Texas. Uh, actually, give the guy credit, man. He does it. He's does and has done a fantastic job at Texas. Honestly, wouldn't mind him being a part of this staff. I don't think he will do that, but wouldn't mind it. Got uh, played here has connections here, knows a lot of people here, wouldn't mind it. But today, Brandon Harris, the former quarterback who was on the recruiting staff at Texas, started making his way through Louisiana today and posting it on social media. And it's funny because I went to some of his other social medias and didn't really see him posting in other high schools in other states. It's interesting. So apparently Brandon Harris went to Westgate and he went to a couple other places inside the state of Louisiana recruiting, went to University Lab right on LSU's campus. And I I start asking myself, now look, LSU fans gave Brandon Harris more than he could probably handle. It's probably why he left. And they were not the nicest of human beings to him. I get that. I like from a guy whose living is made on social media, trust me, I get it. But why is Brandon Harris out here trolling? Now, it's not like a lot of LSU fans could see it today on Twitter because he blocked half of them where they can't see his stuff. My point here is this. 
people get on the Lane Kiffin for trolling. Now, he did it to LSU a couple days ago, and which sparked all of this because Lane Kiffin was the one posting about the Ole Miss stuff, about the game and them beating LSU. Well, Lane, here's the truth, buddy. Um, historically, you choke in every big game that you play in. So even though I like you and think that, you know, if I were an AD, you would be my guy, my the dude I would try to pick to be my head coach, even though I believe that, you still got a little thing on your resume that doesn't look good. But why are we going to get on the Lane Kiffin about all the trolling that he does on social media and not a former LSU quarterback, Brandon Harris, who went to Westgate because they got a five-star corner. U-Labs got some really good players as well. Always do. I'm not ever going to tell another man to be careful what you wish for, okay, because I'm not putting any ill will towards Brandon Harris whatsoever. But you better not be trolling because if there's a scenario where you need to come back, this could be an, a destination. You don't want to leave Texas. You're getting paid a lot of money. I got that. Bo Davis literally was the Texas defensive line coach last year, and look what he put together. I will warn people that there is a storm coming. You're starting to see a part of this storm. I've been telling about it, telling you about it for over a year. I said, listen, I think 2023, 2024 recruiting classes are going to be really good. We have talked about this, again, so much. But 2025 is where Brian Kelly is going to make his stand. How is that looking so far? I'll tell you how it's looking, Brandon. Uh, Just go back to work. You don't have to show, show people that you're working, where you're working, and where you're trolling. Because exactly what you were doing is exactly what LSU fans were doing to you so long ago. I assume you got some very vicious messages. I get them all the time too, dude. Had one guy telling me that I ain't got no titty nipples. Uh, okay. Social media... Okay, when people are arguing with you and calling you names on social media, it's not a real place. It's never a real place. It's never been a real place. It's a virtual place where people can talk shit about you and to you, so what? They're not you. Get over yourself. You're making yourself look dumb. Okay. Couple more things before we get out of here. Let's make sure we don't have any super chats here. We do. Uh, Josh on YouTube says Ole Miss equals renter roster. Only way to keep up. It's true. It's very true. Thank you, Josh, for the super chat. Okay. So before we get out of here, let's talk about. Uh, Actually, let's talk about the the philosophy I think Sloan and Hankton will use and we'll have to start implementing a little bit more. And, God, we got so long we're going to talk about this. And we'll be out in spring, guys, in in about a month or a little bit more than a month, about a month and a half, guys. Spring camp starts. So I know that football was just over and, guys, spring camp is about to be here. We'll have baseball in the middle of that. It'll be a good, it's going to be a really good time, really fun time. Okay. 
Let's get to it. Sorry, guys, man. I should have muted myself. Trying to pull through it, man. Feel like dog shit. Okay. Snotty nose ass little boy. Yeah, I am. Says Pooh Bear. Yeah, I am. Whew. Okay. The philosophy of what I believe Joe Sloan and Cortez Hankton are going to run is pretty simple. Guys, I don't think that they're going to change a lot of things up. I do think that LSU, what I'm really interested to see, will implement some more air raid type of principle on things because of Gary Nussmeyer, and we saw that at Louisiana Tech with, with uh, Joe Sloan. We actually saw a principle of it uh, in the Wisconsin game, the touchdown that Brian Thomas Jr. had, okay, at the end of the game, the clear out and then the quick slant beyond it is 1,000% an air raid principle. Uh, I do think it's going to be a lot more balanced, but the philosophy of things, I do think even more than Mike Denbrock. Because, look, Denbrock was a little old school, but very innovative in the philosophy of thinking. A lot of times they didn't throw screens. They didn't throw tunnel screens. They didn't get guys out in there. Now, a lot of times when LSU did try to do it, it, it didn't always work. So that's the thing that I think they'll implement. I just think that you will have a little bit more of let's get the playmakers, the ball out in space, and let them go. Saw that on the check down to Caleb Jackson. You have the clear outs. You have three uh, uh, go routes. You get the clear out. You have the check down. And then he's off to the races. I don't want to say you're going you to be air raid. What I am going to say is I do think that they were, you will see a lot of implemented stuff. A good team that you could really look at and kind of go and kind of pick that apart to some extent, actually, believe it or not, is Lane Kiffin. When it comes to the passing game on how they do things, completely different style, completely different philosophy, that's not going to be LSU. But when it comes to more quick game stuff, I do think that you will do that and then you'll hit your shots in there too. I do think LSU is going to be a little bit more innovative when it comes to the running game. I would not be surprised if they do some double, double, like we did not really see a lot of trick stuff this year when it came to the running game to implement anything. I do think maybe you even see a little bit more creativity from that end. LSU was just a zone blocking scheme team. Sometimes they'd have the tight end leads into there, but basically all zone blocking schemes, more of a wham and a kick out more than anything. Uh, LSU did that some uh, uh, in 2019, but they're going to have to be a little bit more innovative. You can't run up to the line of scrimmage and be non-creative without Jane Daniels because you can run zone read principles. So what do I mean by zone read principles? Basically, your offensive lineman have a zone. So if it's 33 dive, 33 zone read, okay, everybody, the entire offensive line is stepping to the left, They'll take their inside pressure first, and then they will go to the second level if need be. And they'll all flow that way. You could do that with Jane Daniels all the live long day because they didn't have teams across the country, 
Alabama and Saban talked about this a lot in the pre-show or his pre-game uh, uh, talks about LSU. Listen, they're not very innovative in reference to the different style of plays that they do in the running game, but they don't have to be because if you have a bad read on something, Jane Daniels has taken that bia bia all the way to the house. They're just going to have to pull some offensive linemen. They're going to have to do some trap blocks, some counter stuff. I think that they will do that. Here is another thing, too, that I want to make very well understood and known. You have a frick load of offensive linemen for this LSU team returning. Four of your five starters are returning, and you have a crap load of talent and depth along that offensive line. You want to help out Garrett Nussmeyer? You want to you want to help out a young quarterback? Get that running game going. You should not have any issues along your line of scrimmage and your offensive line. To be honest with you, you go into the season without question, the offensive line being the best unit on your team, not remotely close. It's not close at all. So, Got to lean on your best unit the best you can. All right. One more thing before we get out of here. Because I'm literally about to go take some some NyQuil and go 99. Uh, one final thing. LSU plays South Carolina on Thursday. We'll probably preview it a little bit more tomorrow, too. Um, Let me just say this. I I do think that it is a bad matchup for LSU uh, Thursday against South Carolina. But that place needs to be rocking. You got the number one team in the country coming in. I told you guys this before. I don't know if you're as fired up about it as I am. If LSU is hosting the number one team in ping pong, like Forrest Gump ping pong, Ted Diane came to watch me play ping pong, I'm going to be rooting for LSU. It's going to be a big deal to me. To me, It's not a good matchup, but your young, dude, your young girls are going to have to go off. I think Michaela Williams it might go might, – legacy game is about to start ain't stuff's not real until you start playing these high profile games she's she's played some a couple but she like playing south carolina is your high profile game i think i can make the argument she's one of top five best players in the country you see a girl in simone augustus a young lady and simone augustus that has her statue out there This is how you start building legacies. This is how you start turning heads where everybody knows who you are and knows how good you are. They don't know, no yet. Like they don't, they don't know yet. Go take what's yours. It's a big game for Kim. Big game for, for her girls. Big game for LSU. And I know that that BI is going to be rocking. It's going to be loud. And the PMAC is going to be, So loud on Thursday. 
they're going to have to shoot really well, really well, because I don't know with the way that South Carolina is structured and built, you're just going to have, man, they, they're physical, dude. They're physical. I, I watched them the other night because I knew this game was coming up. They're physical. They're a really good basketball team. You're going to have to shoot lights out. You're going to be locked in and focused. Run, Play your game. Don't be intimidated by them at all. Going to have to get Angel a, a, a couple of easy buckets. Run. South Carolina's a big team. Run. As Coach Carter would say. Okay. Jared Addison with the 499 super sticker. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate that. Have you told your boy Carter Bryant happy birthday? Have you told your boy Carter Bryant happy birthday? I saw this in here. I want to. Uh, Pooh Bear says Kentucky is getting blasted tonight. My God. By who? They're back getting shot out. Uh, pause. Uh, H-Town Creole says, Blake, they couldn't run the ball in the goal line situations, which is horrible for a team that is trying to win it all. That's true. That's true. It is. Damn, South Carolina blowing their ass out like that? Ooh. All right. We're out of here. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.